Another pot of coffee is brewing and my fifth cup is almost finished. Hey, I'm just trying to be honest here. Who was I trying to kid when I said that I would have only had three cups of coffee when I record in the evening? So that means it's time for Not Before Coffee. I'm your host, Ray, self-confessed bookworm, film addict, hermit, long-term depression sufferer and caffeine fiend. As you listen to this, we are officially in the Advent period. Yep, it's the 3rd of December. I know, it's been a generally hellish year and I'm not about to wish further ill on it by saying anything else. What I am going to say is this, I have two incredible guests this week and as guest by Two Actors Walk Into A Bar podcast and The Real Mr Positive, we are going to be talking about a great rom-com, Crazy Stupid Love. This is the first time I've hosted podcasters on my show, so bear with me while I get my feet. And to be honest, I should already be okay at this because it's my job. I am really happy both of you guys answered my call to arms because when I posted on Twitter, I wanted someone to talk with me about Crazy Stupid Love purely because I'd seen it on TV the night before. I was thinking, is anyone actually going to say, yeah, I want to talk about it? And it took five minutes, I think, for you two to answer. (laughs) (laughs) i don't even think it was that actually i posted it on twitter anybody want to talk about it and all of a sudden there's we'll talk about it yeah well i mean you know we we, we, any any excuse to talk about films really isn't it i suppose with me and paul especially that one or is it yeah i was gonna say or is it more a case of any excuse to talk about ryan gosling any a little bit as well yeah i must admit yeah Took a few stages of just kind of feeling a bit down. Might watch a Ryan Gosling. (laughs) I don't think I've actually watched many more than this because I definitely haven't seen The Notebook. Every week for me. Really? Does it make you cry? Uh, Not as much anymore. Uh, Depends. (laughs) See, my, my major crying film is... The Karate Kid, I cry at the end every time. Because the credits have come up, you don't know when the next one's coming or... <laughs> I, it's, I think it's the fight scene, you know, where he's he's fighting through it all and he just he wins with that fake kick, which my brother in law is so happy to say, Oh, that's there's no such thing because he's he's not even in karate, he does taekwondo. He'll always say, Oh, that crane kick doesn't exist. And it's like, I know it doesn't. It doesn't matter. I still like it. So that's uh, my was, crying film. I was gonna say what, <laughs> I was gonna say when you when you said your brother said it was fake, I was gonna say, he knows it's a movie, right? He wasn't watching a documentary about an actual karate kid. Like that was just really you know, just really <laughs> in a true just, story. Yeah. <laughs> ignore the camera, ignore the camera. We're not here. This is yeah, go meet that old guy. <laughs> yeah, but you say that based on a true story. I think that isn't Amazon at the moment doing a really weird thing with all their categories and for some reason things like The Hobbit are now listed as based on a true story <laughs> yeah uh, something yeah. like that it's either them or Netflix it was one of them yeah they got all it's gone a bit muddled like period drama or something like that yeah. <laughs> The Hobbit yeah it's really strange I was looking for films the other day and I was flicking through and I'm thinking based on a true story okay, historical I think. <laughs> why <laughs> this is our that's our history don't you know? Yeah, whose history? We're in the Ours, we're in the Zealand's... we're in the eighth. Uh, what is it? What is it? Uh, the eighth age of Middle Earth here yeah. now, and 
that was the third and the fourth age that they were going on I about. I don't know if it's worse or better than ours. <laughs> <laughs> Where would know. you rather live? Middle Earth with the orcs or Middle Earth now? I mean, we've got enough orcs, really. Yeah, they're in government. <laughs> <laughs> or politicians in general. Yeah. yeah. Not only politicians, there's quite a few. I think there's so many other people that you could look at. Katie yeah. Hopkins, maybe. Oh, God, yeah. Oh, she's full-blown Urukai. Let's not... Oh, yeah, she is, yeah. <laughs> she's reporting directly to Sauron. Yes. <laughs> Whom do you serve? Donald Trump. <laughs> Isn't that Nigel Farage? Yeah, all that as well. Yeah, <laughs> she loves Trump. She said she'd be part of Trump's. Um, uh, she'd she'd work for Trump, didn't she? If she could. I don't know who Which she is. is. Yeah, he doesn't. He didn't. <laughs> she's not as hot as a normal blonde. Or something. <laughs> was I sorry? Didn't she like? A, didn't he like a load of her tweets or something? Oh, probably. probably. I mean, uh, the, uh, the the best thing I heard recently about tweets and being liked, though, was that the Pope liked a uh, a picture of a of a stripper on Instagram. Oh my God. <laughs> uh, the like, because it, 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 it was because it's obviously his his handle or whatever on Instagram or Twitter is like Pope France uh, Franciscus, and yeah, so it comes up on the likes Pope Franciscus. <laughs> like, I'm sure it was probably just. One of you know the social media team that just was like mm, and liked it and didn't realize he was logged in as the Pope. Or yeah, he's but... scrolling through, you know, sometimes you can do an accidental double tap, yeah, to like no, something. True. He might have just kept flicking, or I mean, in fairness, she, she, <laughs> she's like, you know, she's an, she's an adult woman, it could have been worse, <laughs> you know. <laughs> well, track record, I mean, isn't it? it, it I mean, you know, he, he is, um, is, I can't remember where the, the latest Pope from. I think he's Polish, isn't he? You know, he's... he's no, f- that was John Paul. Isn't he, isn't this guy from Brazil or something? Oh, yes. No, you're right. Well, there you go. He's Brazilian. He's got Brazil, red, red, he's a red-blooded Brazilian man. Just because he's the Pope doesn't mean, you know. <laughs> he can't be male. Well, yeah, but that, as you said, it's a better record than they've had previously. Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I think she was an adult. Bad. Let's. Uh, yeah, we... exactly. She was above the age of consent. Yeah. Not that we're making any comments about all Catholics here. No. no. Just to qualify. No. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> the spotlight. But that's for another time. Yeah. Exactly. And it, so, most people probably know who you are by now, and if they don't, they really should. <laughs> most so people you... love that. Yeah. <laughs> most probably should. I actually recommended you to a colleague at work this afternoon. Oh, said, bless oh, you. You need to listen to their show. It's really funny. And I was just listening to it because last week you interviewed someone, you were speaking with someone who writes one of my favourite BBC Radio 4 comedies. Ah. Foiled. I really love that. Oh. one. It's so funny. Fabulous. And I was like, when's the next series? And I was thinking, ooh, she's talking about she's writing it. Oh, that's good. Yeah, I think she said January. So, yeah, so you haven't got that long to wait now. Whee. Which no. is good. I th- it, the time has gone so quickly because I don't think the last series was that long ago. Mm. So it was quite nice to hear that it's coming soon, especially as she's working on it right now. Yeah. So definitely gave me some highlights this afternoon. Ah. And... Why don't you tell everybody about Cold Callers Comedy and how it came about? Okay. Go for it, Paul. You okay. can take the lead and I'll correct you. Yeah, all right. It's my turn. <laughs> Great. Right. So why Cold Callers Comedy? So it's not an engaging title. We're aware of that. But we didn't know what else to call it because we were already known as Cold Callers Comedy in our, in our very 
small circle in well, London. We were, orig- we were originally just cold callers, weren't we? Yeah, but we had to clarify it was comedy because people weren't laughing. And they also thought... <laughs> 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 well, you said you start holding up a card. Look, we've got to laugh now. We are yeah. comedy. <laughs> no, because we, we, we started off as a sort of music comedy duo, sort of a bit like Flight of the Concords, Tenacious D, that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but we'd be booked for gigs, like music gigs as opposed to comedy gigs. So people just weren't ready or ready for us there. So we'd go and do these gigs mm. and they'd all be listening to these really good bands and then we'd come on and do our, our stuff. And people would just be like, what is this? Yeah. <laughs> and like they'd enjoy it, but at the same time they'd be like, this isn't why I came. <laughs> yeah, it's not why I came. I came here to, to enjoy music or have a chat and not to have to be silent and then laugh and listen to the joke. So... Yeah, but we we also had to change it to cold callers comedy as well because we'd turn up at gigs and they'd be like, "Well, you're not the oh, yeah. the, the the ten the ten uh, rappers that we ordered," because uh, there's like after like about four or five years after we started, a, a rap group appeared of like sort of seventeen year olds that were like all these sort of like you know sort of urban kids that were were doing like these sort of like heavy rap songs, <laughs> and we're and just like two. They're called cold they're callers. Called cold callers yeah. I wouldn't mind. They released their stuff after we'd already released our Christmas single. So our name was already out there. Yeah. But apparently we're changing our name. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't, want, I didn't want the fight. I didn't, didn't want, want the fight. Argue. No, there's no. more of them. Uh, they got more fans. There's 17 of them. I, th- I think I'd be um, running and hiding and then going, yeah, you can have the name. Here you go. Yeah. <laughs> it's like no. after I started mine, I discovered that somebody was called, somebody else was called Not Before Coffee. And I was doing a search, and mine comes up first. And it's like, okay, then. That's you right. <laughs> Even though theirs has been going for two years, I think. Oh, man. <laughs> and it took me ages to figure out what I was going to name myself. And it's like, I drink loads of coffee, so it has to be something to do with coffee. But <laughs> then I discovered there was another not before coffee. And they still don't come up before me, so fine. That's all right. <laughs> They've lost their, their the right to the name. I even have the domain now. Well, they, yes, you've been. Uh, I saw you've been. You're waiting for that to come up, and you I was got it. Stalking it. I was constantly pressing S five, F five, refreshing the page. Come on, when are you going to be available? If it was unavailable, it must have. Uh, it mustn't. It couldn't have been that cheap. It would no. It expired. Oh, so someone had bought it, it and never used so- it. Yeah, exactly. It had been sitting there with no content for two years. Maybe it was your previous podcast rival. Something. <laughs> maybe <laughs> maybe it was and they realized they were fighting a losing battle yeah. but it was there and it was it had expired and there's this entire i think 75 day process or something mm. so it became available and literally the day it changed from <laughs> susp- um, registration suspended to is available it was like right i'm buying that now <laughs> well you got it nice nicely done yeah, so I've got a domain and I have no website. <laughs> yeah. I will eventually. <laughs> we've got we've got a domain, but we don't actually use it for our website because we haven't paid for the website yet either. It's currently being used for our as our podcast URL um, with Podbean, but eventually that will be our domain for our actual website. Actually, shit, have I just messed that up? Oh well, it doesn't matter. <laughs> I'll work it out in the future. <laughs> Oh, shit. Eventually you'll have a website. Yeah. 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 That'll be fun. Yeah. Either of you understand coding? No, I use it on I do it on no. Wix, but oh, it's just do we need to we don't need to spend the money on a website right now. Like they like everyone can learn everything they want about us just through our social medias and just getting our podcast 
Their website's not going to tell them much different. We think. It's, it just looks professional to have one. <laughs> is all. Yeah. yeah you've made great. it when you've got a website thing. That's what it is. <laughs> really? I don't know. I've had I've had a domain, not this one, another one for the last 10 years. And people still don't know what it's about. So... Yeah. I don't think it makes much difference, really. Okay. Unless you're Amazon or something else that's massive, you know, Google. I think it's important for businesses to have one because it's you just seem a bit more reputable when you, like, when you've got a website. Oh, okay, they have a website. You know, they must. I guess and I, that's how I feel because that's what I did for my businesses. And then, uh, but for for our little comedy thing, I don't know. We're not a business. No. Would really? you ever want it to make? Would you ever want to make it a business though? Well, we want to make money. But yeah. it doesn't everybody. There's a difference between a business. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say I want to make money. Yeah, I mean, we, I mean, we're a business as much in the sense of that we like we have merchandise and things like that. That's about it. That's and, about and we it, offer really. our services for money when the time is yeah. right. But then there are so many things that you can offer money for. Mm, no, true. <laughs> I don't think you want to sell yourself for that. Uh, yeah. Just you might you might reach that point at some someday. Only fans. <laughs> there you go see you can use your domain for only fans exactly next that, on the list that'll be done Take it off. <laughs> oh, God. that's really awful <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, these... oh dear i don't know so how you've been friends for a while though i can tell from partially from the way you speak to each other <laughs> where do you, where did you mean what well, you do you speak to you speak to each other how i speak to my siblings um yeah. especially my sister like <laughs> <So> dirt <laughs> well she's younger than me i'm allowed to no ah, okay though, though she has got a black belt in taekwondo so i should probably cut back on the insults okay. is everyone in your family martial arts trained what's going on <laughs> my my sister met her husband he was um her martial arts instructor oh, oh okay right there's not there's not masses of difference in their age or anything but she decided she wanted to do taekwondo for some reason and she started learning and then she met her husband he was her instructor which is the way they met then they trained all of their children cool. the only one who hasn't got martial arts instruction at the moment is the nine-year-old there's so time nobody yeah nobody better mess with my niece because she can do some damage She's a ballet dancer and she can lift her legs quite high, but she can also really, really kick. <laughs> wow. Awesome. <laughs> Deadly combo. She, kick yeah, your face, kick her own face. It's uh... <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. Just sweep right through it. Nice. So how did you guys meet? Well, we met at um, uh, acting school, a uh, place called East 15 Acting School in Loughton in Essex. Um, About 15 we... years ago. <sighs> Yeah, 15 years ago. Okay, now. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, 15 years ago. Um, we are in the same year. Ryan had already been there a year. He did like a foundation course prior. So he was there four years, really. Um, I don't know why that's important. but I okay. don't know. It's just <laughs> backstory. You just want to make out that he took long, you took longer, that's all. I took oh, longer I to get there, which is also why I'm, well, I'm, I'm a year younger, but I always forget that. Yeah. Because uh, I'm like, we're in the same year. No, we're not. Um, but anyway, we were we're in the same year. But we, I think, we became proper like mates the next year after that when we were put into a couple more classes together. Um, yeah, it's just a general sort of like. I mean, obviously, we we um, you know we we have a laugh and stuff like that. But it was just a, we had a similar sort of interests in you know nerdy stuff and things like yeah, that and music and 
and both very similar sense of humour as well. Dark and quite quite um, dark and bonkers. Dark it's, a, and it's bonkers, an odd mix. Yeah. Don- yeah. Donkers. Wrong with that. And plus, no, exactly. he taught he taught me the opening to Stairway to Heaven on the guitar. I did. Yeah, I did. And I was like, <laughs> that was like one of the like one of our first few weeks of like proper knowing each other. I'll never forget it because I never forgot that. I can't play the rest of the song, but I still know how to play that <laughs> thanks to Ryan. I always promised to teach him the rest, but you know, <laughs> it was always too busy. It's always too busy. I'll do and it then soon. This occurred. <laughs> you, can Sorry. Blame, you can always blame COVID. You can oh. say 2020 happened, so I've never had time to do it in the 15 years we've known each other. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. Yeah. I was going to do it this year. I was waiting for this year. Well, what can I do? <laughs> no, you know. Yeah, the year, this was meant to be the year when I teach you the rest. <laughs> now, now it's over. When you'd perfected the first bit, you could learn the rest in 2020. But you know, now that time has passed, so. <laughs> <laughs> or it's kind of like those those um, pacts, isn't it? Oh, I'm going to marry you when I'm when we if we turn forty and neither of us have got married. Oh look, <laughs> I moved countries. Oops. <laughs> well, that's well, another film entirely. My best yeah. friend's wedding. We could uh, <laughs> we could talk about that as well. <laughs> I mean, me and Paul yeah. did have that pact. We did, but, actually. you know. Then I think... then I met someone. He met someone, and it just what, the know, marriage pact. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You know, just for the uh, the financial gains of it. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I wanted his, I wanted to play his on on his PlayStation. He wanted to play on my Xbox. It just seemed to that, really. seemed to work. I was going to say, <laughs> match how, made in How's that? How would really an Xbox and a PS and a PlayStation in the same house? And I mean, Switch. I've got I've got all three of them. To be fair, so what the um, Nintendo as well? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, Paul's got, well, to be fair, Paul's got uh, an Oculus, so we've both got three consoles, technically. We've got the quadruple going on. The No, the trio. Well, hang on. <laughs> if you include the Oculus, one, two, three, four. What's your fourth one? What do you mean, my fourth one? I said, I meant between us. Oh, as if we were combined, I You're see. combined, yeah. What's yours is mine, mate, and what's mine is yours. If, this is the other if, reason the marriage pact didn't work say, out. That, that's how marriage does. I didn't realise that marriage worked that way. I thought it was what yours is. What's yours is mine, and what's mine is mine. True. Yeah. In this divorce. is another reason why the uh, the pact didn't work out. Yeah. Because <laughs> you couldn't decide. He was like, "This is mine, but this is also mine." No, but that was mine. But <laughs> so I can borrow this then. No. <laughs> <laughs> not, not even for five minutes. That's the thing. So we would have had to have both had a DVD of um, <laughs> of Crazy Stupid Love. <laughs> and watched it separately. Yeah. Well, In separate rooms. It would be me. I'd, I'd, I'd have the Blu-ray. There you go. See? <laughs> well, at least you've decided that that's what you'd have. You'd have the Blu-ray. Because they come with the DVD um, now, like a lot of Blu-rays. Here's a, here's, a, here's a DVD copy as well. Is that still a thing? That's still a thing. Is it? it? Yeah. A lot of the... I've, I've, uh, I think. I feel like you're making it up, Paul. You're making like, it up. I've, I've, Shut up. <laughs> I'm, or at least I the, think I've ever come across that. Or at least the 4K ones. Uh, I know the 4K well, ones yeah, have, the, a, have a Blu-ray as well. It's like, what's why? Or or just a DVD I copy? Came, I thought they just came with a digital copy. No, that's not a like, thing anymore. Ultraviolet. No, yeah, that, yeah. Ultraviolet's gone, isn't it? Yeah. But I'm, I'm telling you, I've got. A f- I had a few Blu-rays where it came with a D. De- oh, wait a minute. Yeah, about 15 years ago. No, or whatever it was. no. Well, when <laughs> ten, I met you, 10 years ago. <laughs> Everything is 15 years ago with you. 
I I did, yeah, I just don't think they do this anymore. Like, well. I think it's been a, a while. They might have done it with like the last Harry Potter film or something. They might come <laughs> with a blue, the, the 3D Blu-ray version and the, like the the DVD. I mean, to be actually no, you say that now. I say I I remember when I bought Logan, um, the Wolverine film. Yeah. Um, that's the Blu-ray, but it also came with it, the in black and white as well, which is a DVD. So in fair, in that situation, that that's circumstance. Weird. Yeah, so that's, that's where Zack Snyder got the idea from. Oh, what for the uh, entire the entire movie trailer that he just brought out? Oh yeah, yeah, hasn't yeah, he? Yeah, great. I ain't I got find... to see the film anymore. Schneider, Schneider so, Everything is so dark on those films that I oh, can yeah. hardly make anything out in the, on the screen. Like you probably got the game super TV switched off. Um, <laughs> yeah, but that's probably the best way to watch them, isn't it? <laughs> probably. <yeah. laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Mm. What film are we talking about again? I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> we are talking about Crazy Stupid Love, but I did have one more question. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. Well, actually, I had two more questions. Who's Go funnier? Ryan. Um, oh, yeah. I'm <laughs> <laughs> oh, not no. even going to try and... No, I mean, in fairness, in fairness, I mean, it's an it's a question. You know, who's funnier? Like, I mean, I find Paul very funny, and Paul finds me very funny. We probably don't. Most other people don't find us collectively very funny. Um, so, you know, in that sense, we kind of cancel it out. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so neither of you are funny then. That, yeah, I guess that, that's what it is. So and that's why you should listen to our podcast. Yeah, our comedy <laughs> podcast. Check it out. That's a really, that's a really good selling point. Yeah, <laughs> it's our unique selling that. point for a comedy podcast. We're not funny. Yeah, I mean, if you do find us funny, that means you're really cool. So, so you know, that's that's the thing, isn't and it? If you don't, yeah. you're garbage. <laughs> are you going to? You could use the Mrs. Brown's boys method of selling. Oh. We're really funny because we're on all the time. Uh, yeah, that is oh, true. Just. Oh, I can't. I can't even. <laughs> Why? I've never. I've never watched it, and I don't. Yeah, it doesn't. The idea doesn't appeal. Can, is, no. Of all the things getting cancelled, that's what I'm saying. Why isn't? Uh, anyway. I don't know. Anyway. I really don't know. So, you can sell your soul. Somebody says to you, "You can sell your soul for blank, blank, blank." What price would you put on your soul? If you is this the second question? Work? It is indeed. Is that... oh, no, it's tied to who's funniest. Okay. What am I getting? Am I just getting money for it? No, what would be the price? So oh, I see. Oh, right. You're selling your soul and the price would be, what would the price be? Not necessarily money, it could be anything. Paul's soul. <laughs> <laughs> son of a bitch. somebody else's soul. Yeah, <laughs> nice. yeah. Well, that way I'm kind of, you know, I'm, you know, you if I'm stuck back. in this situation. Yeah, exactly. If I've got to sell my soul, at least I've got one... <laughs> You can with. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Cheers, mate. No, that, um, <laughs> uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't actually. know. The right answer would be like, no, no, nothing can let, make me sell myself, but that's not the right. Please. I mean, I don't know. I, I would really would. I mean, in an ideal world, regardless of selling a soul or not, but obviously we'd love our podcast to, to, you know, pick up a bit of steam, get a bit recognition and we'd be able to, I don't know, move on from that and create um, a comedy sitcom that we've been working on, you know, and actually get mm. an opportunity to to work on that, like, for realsies with backing. Uh, 
but sure I'd rather, I'd rather work for that. I'd rather yeah. work for it. And not, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was going to say that's a that's a bit of an odd thing to sell your soul for. Well, I don't yeah. want to sell. Why am I selling my soul? I don't want to sell my soul. Rather than world peace or uh, unlimited money or. There's a trick um, there, though. You can't sell yourself for world peace. You have to sell yourself for well for for you know infinite world peace because world peace could be very temporary, and you just sold yourself for nothing. <laughs> it could last a month. You're a cynic. <laughs> it's, tr- it's true. Uh, so infinite world peace, then. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think the Paul can sell his soul for that. <laughs> what would you sell your soul I for? don't know. I mean I quite like the new PlayStation. <laughs> um <laughs> I was gonna say I think people are selling their souls for that by spending hours sitting at their computers in line on a website. I mean, yeah, I, that's the thing. I, much, much as I want it, I wouldn't do that. Um, we'll just do what we normally do and just wait wait a year or two. Just wait, yeah, exactly. <laughs> just, they'll make more. Yeah, no, that's There's what no I games feel, on it right, right now. So. No, exactly, yeah. I mean, as much as I want to sort of, you know, play the new Spider-Man and stuff like that. I mean, I don't have time for a starter, but still, you know, I just don't want, to, don't want to go for all that. I just don't want to pay all that money. Well, so yourself, Cricker. Well, That's the idea. Go. There you I'll go. That's why he said it. <laughs> <laughs> See? So you have sold your soul for I could, a PlayStation hmm. 5. <laughs> and Paul's got world peace that he's not that bothered by. <laughs> no, he doesn't seem that bothered Like by a COVID-free it. planet, and then I can get back to doing what I love doing, which is singing, which feeds the soul, which I won't have because I'd have sold it, so I've fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> but there's always going to be a COVID. Not if you sell my soul. That's no, the point. Yeah. That's what you said. What's the that's the prize? A COVID free world. Well, COVID nineteen free world. And then we get COVID twenty. Yeah, so. yeah exactly. Or COVID twenty three. Or wasn't there a COVID? The film. That it, film COVID, nice. yeah. I hadn't even thought of that. But there wasn't there a COVID um wasn't SARS a COVID? It was, yeah. COVID, well, it was a, yeah. It was always a type of a coronavirus, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. <clears throat> because it's shaped like a crown. <laughs> I won't even touch that one. <laughs> Because that's really bad. Ah. Okay. Well, normally right now, I would be going into a weird dream that I've had. I feel like this whole thing's been a weird dream, though, isn't it, really? (laughs) (laughs) For the last nine months. Uh, (laughs) I normally go into a really weird dream of mine, and I've had some very, very strange ones of late. I don't know whether to blame those on being desperately tired when I get asleep or my medication either way I haven't got one this week so yay um but I did say you did ask if there was anything you could prepare so do either of you have any weird dreams I mean I could say one but I mean I mean I could I could say one but then I'd be lying to be honest I don't really remember dreams um (laughs) also not the one about me because that's private oh yeah yeah no um no I I I I um I, uh, I, I have I, I have like anxiety when I go can I go to sleep um sometimes. My my levels of anxiety rise up quite high. Um so sometimes I can sort of like I can wake up from anxiety, but not particularly from a dream. Um but then I usually go back to sleep again. So yeah, I guess I my I dream of fear, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, it's Ryan. Yeah. yeah. Nice to talk what to about you then, Paul. Um the most recent, because I very rarely remember my dreams 
Uh, I used to remember them all the time and then I just stopped. But the most recent dream I remember was probably a, like a month ago. Um, and I was at a, up in the park at a party and we had like a barbecue going and it was me and a bunch of, sorry, Ryan, you weren't there. Um, oh, nice. <laughs> and it was a bunch of, you know, close friends. Again, Ryan wasn't there. Um, <laughs> no, it was a bunch of people that I used to work with um, on a on a cruise ship, actually. It was so odd that I should dream of everyone there. It was like my whole cast. And then for some reason, I I borrowed, I want to say borrowed as opposed to stole, one of my castmates' cars and lost it. And then to replace her car, and in the hopes that she wouldn't notice, I brought back a lawnmower. I put it in the parking space. Do I notice? What, a ride-along lawnmower or a fly mower? Do you know what? I, I don't know if it was the one that you sit in either. I think it was just one it's you push. push along one. <laughs> she won't notice. Needless to say, she weren't happy. And then I woke up. So I don't know what that was all about. Well, she, if she works on a cruise ship, then she's not going to get much use out of a lawnmower. Well, no, one, no one's working on a cruise ship now. So, well, no, no fact, one's working on anything she, right she is in uh, South... Oh, shit, is it South or North Carolina? One of the Carolinas. She's sort of like a volunteer. She's now sort of supplying COVID um, tests to people. Oh, okay. out there. Yeah. So... That, um, that, that day, do you remember, had you been mowing the lawn? No. No. It was too cold. Well, that, too wet. That's weird. It's that's so weird. weird then. Have you been thinking about mowing the lawn? Definitely not. I mean, I, I don't know. I passed, I passed the garden and think that's going to be long when it comes to when I come to mow it. But it's always going to be that at this time of year. I can't help that. So I, I just like I said, I have really. When I do have a dream, it's a really weird one. But I'm sure there's some hidden meaning there. My sister's quite good at um, finding the meaning in stuff. Actually, so maybe I'll tell her well, about you've it. Heard my, you've heard my dreams. Do you really think that that's going to be a case of, oh my God, that's so weird. I can't believe it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's, it's I mean, weird for my me. Dreams, my <laughs> dreams include things like a young Princess Anne riding on the back of a horse, but she's standing on it. And Legend. Moving. But she was a show jumper, wasn't she? Uh, dressage. She, she was a dressage, but yeah. I don't think she stood on the back of a horse during the Olympics. And <laughs> like a cowboy. Just a bow. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like a cowboy or a stunt rider. Yeah. And, and other things like, I'm an FBI super agent. Best dream ever. Wow, not just and an agent, a super agent. A super <laughs> agent. But I went from being somebody who was sitting in a pub with my family to all of a sudden arresting a serial killer. Wow. You, you've been listening to true crime, had you, before that? I've been, no, I hadn't. Oh. It was, oh God, I don't even remember. It was just a, a ser I just have series, series and series of weird dreams. And I remember almost every single one of them, so. I mean, that's fun. Can you, like, can you do that thing where you, lucid. you, you can, like, you can, yeah, lucid dreams, you can control it. Yeah, when no, you. I can't, I can't uh. control it. I wish I could, because I don't think I'd be dreaming about being held at gunpoint. <clears throat> Oh, no, you... Two weeks in a row. <laughs> Fuck it they, they did that. They did that. Um, they did this this test. I mean, years and years and years ago, where they could um train. They could train you to sort of basically. It's not. I'm not describing the film Inception, by the way. <laughs> Are you uh, sure? But they could. Uh, they could train you to sort of like basically control your dream because you knew you were in a dream. So what yeah. they would do was you'd close your eyes and they'd flash a bright light 
And then it was kind of like a recognition of like, okay, this is where I am. I'm asleep. Um, but then they'd have sensors on your brain, which obviously would, the waves would change to let the signal know, oh, they're dreaming. So then the light would flash. You'd, you'd get a flash in your dream and be like, oh, I'm dreaming. And then they could control their dream. And I thought that was a pretty, yeah, uh, pretty cool. You could you could go into that, do that, and then you know, yeah, be a superhero and your Super, your dreams yeah. are real. In my dreams, no, I I sleep with my eyes open as well. So well, like, wow, that's wizard. creepy. <laughs> a wizard. <laughs> my nephew actually years and years ago, he used to stay. I used to live with my grandparents, and he'd come round and stay when he was really young. He's now twenty three. I think it was about four or five, and I was taking him to Brighton the next day. And he came into my room and he was surprising at my eyes because I was lying there with my eyes open, sleeping. <laughs> and I don't make very much noise in my sleep. So oh, God, scared the life dead. out of him. Fuck it. He ran, he ran in to get my nan telling her that I was dead. Oh, he, thought I was di- wow. he thought I died in my sleep. How, how to scar a child with Ray. <laughs> oh, okay, <dear>. so... <laughs> so that's how we met. <laughs> no, <I'm> joking. <laughs> You met at a barbecue that you didn't invite him to. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Right, so we are here primarily to talk about the film Crazy Stupid Love, and I thought I would actually go to Letterboxd like every other podcast that does film just to get the summary. So here it is. Cal Weaver is living the American dream. He has a good job, a beautiful house, great children, and a beautiful wife named Emily. Cal's seemingly perfect life unravels, however, when he learns that Emily has been unfaithful and wants a divorce. Over 40, really, is that that old anymore? And suddenly single, Cal is adrift in the fickle world of dating. Enter Jacob Palmer, a safe, self-styled player who takes Cal under his wing and teaches him how to be a hit with the ladies. So it's brief and to the point. And just to go over, Steve Carell plays Cal Weaver. Julianne Moore plays his wife. Ryan Gosling is, of course, Jacob Palmer, which is probably why you guys watched it. And Emma Stone plays Hannah Weaver. So you were really quick to volunteer. (laughs) <laughs> and I am happy that you did, honestly. I'm not just saying, oh my God, I, I need somebody and oh, they, they're the only people that volunteered. I'm really happy you did. So what did you like about the film? Well, that, first of all, that synopsis, I wouldn't want to watch it. I wouldn't watch no, it. I wouldn't watch it on that. Yeah. Um, and I think when I saw trailers for it, I was like, not bothered. I, did, I happened to see the film. I wasn't at a cinema. I was working somewhere. Okay, I I'll think I recommended I it. I think I, I think I recommended it to you, Paul. I, I think I said, did. "Oh, you should watch this." I, I think I said, "I already have," <laughs> and you lied. <laughs> I'm sure. I don't know because I saw it. What 2000? It would have been 2014 or yeah, something. Yeah, like um, And it just happened to be on while I was like after I'd done a show. I just had a shower. I was in my changing room, and I was meant to go out to the crew bar, but instead mm. I got caught watching this film. Um. And I was like, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna stay here and watch this. Actually, I was hooked. I was because it's a stellar cast. It's, it, yeah. And it was because of that film that that Ryan and I have a crush on Ryan Gosling. It wasn't the crush <laughs> first, so yeah. So it was it because of the Notebook. No, not for me. No. I, I mean, I love that film. I still haven't um, seen it. To be fair, not gonna lie. 
Yeah. I'm massively keen on it. The idea of it, anyway. Well, the Notebook. Yeah. I mean, it's just a it's a standard romantic drama, really, sort of like told from two different times. Yeah, just go watch it. Um, anyway, this film. <laughs> yeah. This is cool. so, um, yeah, for for me, I mean, I mean, I was I was a fan of Steve Carell anyway because of you know things like Anchorman and stuff like that, mm. um, and uh, I I remember seeing the trailers and I was like, oh, I like Ryan Gosling as well, and you know Julianne and Julian Moore, and I can't remember if this this was kind of like what this wasn't one of Emma Stone's first films because I feel like she did maybe did Zombieland before, um, but I remember just being like, oh, I like the cast in general; they're all really funny. Um, and the trailer was quite funny, but then what I think, why I think I really rate this film is because it's not it's not a standard comedy, it's not a standard rom com, because this film has a twist that I didn't see coming. <laughs> I remember just being like, oh, wow, okay, I didn't I did not see that coming. You just don't expect a twist in a rom com, you know, or a comedy. Um, and yeah, that was I thought that was just really, really clever, and I think that's why it's always kind of stuck in my mind as one of the sort of like better of its genre, if you know what I mean. That's it. I don't think it, as you said, I don't think it's a traditional rom com. One of the things mm. that I wasn't a massive fan of Steve Carell in The Office, okay. and though I like I like comedy. In fact, I I watch loads of it, and I do enjoy watching a load of com- comedy films. I wanted something different and I saw Steve Carell and I thought mm. but I like Emma Stone and I saw that Kevin Bacon was in it and I watch films for him and he's a jerk in this Oh yeah, but I yeah, thought yeah, he? <laughs> he really is and I thought oh it's got an interesting cast and I didn't realise until recently it's also got a really young Joey King in it oh she yes she's the daughter she she's the, the daughter she's the younger daughter isn't she yeah of course I mean, she's gone on to do masses of stuff since, but only once she reached her sort of late teens. Yeah. But I yeah, thought, yeah. oh, Emma Stone, I just, I think I probably just watched Easy A or something. Oh, great. Thought, oh, yeah, it is. And I thought, oh, I'll watch this. And Steve Carell doesn't play his usual self in this. He's far more, he's almost a straight guy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the, before this, it was Anchorman, it was 40-Year-Old Virgin, Virgin, and yeah. as you say, The Office, American Office, um, all very kind of, yeah, very large-than-life kind of characters, wherein this, he is very subdued, and he is the sort of, yeah, he's the, he's completely opposite to what he's played before. Um, shows versatility, really, doesn't it? Yeah, I think this I... one really showed me just, like, what he was capable of, and I think after this, he was did it, um, Miss Sun, uh, Little Miss Sunshine after this, oh. and then yeah. more sort of more serious stuff and really showing off his chops. Mm. And this film has a lot of heart and I think that's what what I wasn't expecting from an American Hollywood rom-com. Ooh. (laughs) (laughs) From what the trailer made me think I was going to see, essentially. And I was pleasantly surprised. I do, yeah, I just enjoy it. I mean, there was, I watched it again recently because I knew we were doing this and... There was a lot of things that I, I was like, uh, do you want me to watch it? I remember it all. And there's actually little things that I'd forgotten. Like, I forgot about um, the babysitter's crush on Cal. On... Oh, that is disastrous. <laughs> uh, and then obviously his, oh, yeah, his, of course, yeah. obviously his son's his son, crush his on her. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> which I did remember. Um, but yeah. Slightly dodgy at the end, isn't it? When she gives, uh, when she gives him the photo. Yeah. 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 But also, Naked let's not forget, photo. Marissa Tomei's... <laughs> 
the um, role in the whole film. Oh, the psychotic yeah. teacher. <laughs> it's it's yeah. fantastic. <laughs> yeah, she's so in good. The school when she confronts him is hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> but the thing is, I I think the one of the things about this film for me is that it's not a comedy in the strictest sense because no, it's like a the romantic lines drama. Aren't funny. Mm. Yeah, exactly. The lines aren't funny. They're not dishing out zingers left, right, and center. It is more the little situations, especially when you think of when the mum finds those photos and she's horrified and the dad goes steaming off to confront Steve Carell's character. Yeah. And that it's the way that they act around it. Because this kind of thing happens. We can't ignore it. It does happen. Yeah. And <laughs> unfortunately. But Annalie Tipton was actually quite a good actress in this as well. Especially when you think that she came from America's Next Top Model. I don't remember which one she played. Oh, yeah, she's the... um, She's the babysitter. Babysitter, isn't she? Yeah, of course. Um, Oh, yeah, no, I did did know that, but I I forgot. Yeah, no, she is actually good. Yeah. Um, Considering she's got a sort of modelling background, um, she's quite, yeah, quite natural in it. That whole whole bit is, is hilarious when... When yeah, when Ryan Gosling turns up at the barbecue and he's like, "What are you doing here?" He's <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, yeah. "I'm I'm here with Han- I'm here with Hannah." He's like, "What?" <laughs> and then the dad turns up, like. and then David Linhagen. You're David Linhagen, yeah. You're David Linhagen. Whack! <laughs> 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 <Wow. laughs> I'm still defending my friend, even though he's not my friend right now. Yeah. yeah. I think it's a really good ensemble cast as well because quite often you'll find that some of them get sidelined, their stories get they yeah. feel, they sort of peter out halfway through the film and they're forgotten by the end. Well, hmm. yeah, the sons, couldn't it? The, 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 the son story could have been kind of a bit of a, a joke side note, but then it had a very touching end to it. Yeah, um, still a bit creepy, but yeah. still a little bit creepy. I, mean, I, I, I kind of meant I kind of meant before that bit. <laughs> oh, uh, in, in the uh, in the in the gymnasium bit, that bit, um, but. Yeah. <laughs> I really felt for the son, though. Yeah. In a clean way. I really felt sorry for him because it is hard as a child or a teenager having a crush on somebody much older than you. Yeah. And then yeah. to find out that they've got a massive crush on someone that's not not even the same age as them is... And, and like, their dad. You told <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But it's like, you told me I'm too young for you. And now you're going after somebody who's old enough to be your dad. I never thought of it that way, actually. That's a very good point. Yeah. Who, who, who hasn't had a crush on someone older than them? No one here. Quiet now. <laughs> I'm, trying, I'm just trying to think, I'll be honest. I mean, probably like, you know, a teacher, I suppose. Um, I had a huge maybe. crush on Warren Beatty. Okay, As Dick Tracy. As Dick Tracy. There you go. Oh, fair play. I mean, he's very handsome in that. He's a very handsome man in general, isn't he? It was his neck. I know it sounds really strange. It was his neck. I had something. He had a really in that film. There was because of the way that he wore his hair and his hat and everything. You got some really good shots of the back of his neck. So I had a huge crush on Warren Beatty. Fair girthy neck. Yeah. Okay. You Otherwise, ruined it for her. I set myself up for that one. But I think everybody's had a, a crush on someone who is in a, it sounds really weird, position of power over them at some point. Because power is attractive. Yeah. Quiet. I get, I'm, yeah, no, I'm trying to think, to be honest. I can't really think of anyone in power that I've been 
again, it maybe it's easier. I mean power over you. So someone who's um, older or experienced, more experienced, has a, technically a sort of power over you because they've got more experience. Exactly. So yeah. a teacher or something yeah. else. Yeah, no, okay, yeah. No, take I, that I home with you, that. Ryan. Uh, I'll take that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then write in, have a thing. <laughs> Come back when you've thought about the teacher that you had a crush on when you were about nine. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I don't know about that age, but uh, um, anyway, uh, Ryan Gosling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Ryan Gosling. So out of, out of the whole cast, I know that you, you do both like Ryan Gosling a lot. Do you think that he was the strongest character in the film? No, um, this is the thing. It's um, it, it's a, it's it, the main. I think the main bulk of the story of Steve Carell and, and Ryan Gosling's characters is that they're both um, they're both very weak people, and they both teach you some teach each other something that they both need. Uh, obviously, like Steve Carell needs his confidence, and he needs to be able to sort of like be more spontaneous and be you know a, a, a better person in that sense. But Ryan Gosling is the one who's really learning the lesson because he doesn't know that he needs to learn the lessons that he does. Yeah. Um, which is why I, I, I'd I probably say that, um, that Steve Carell is probably the, the stronger of the two characters. And it's that kind of, it is that kind of switch when you kind of realise, oh yeah, like, you know, Ryan Gosling has actually been the one learning something. Like he thought that he could just, he could live his life by, you know, just going to bars every night, sleeping with different women every night um, and and protecting himself from real feelings and real emotions. Up, yeah. yeah, no, exactly. Because he does open up to Hannah. Yeah. They yeah. spend the night together. And he says, and... you know, ask me something real personal. I know. And that was, and he'd never done it's almost that. As though, it's almost as though he thinks of himself as a male prostitute in some ways. Because he's n- nobody's ever asked him about him, mm. so it's almost like he's doing a he's doing these women a service. It sounds really bad, but it's true. He <laughs> thinks he's doing these women a service by taking them home with him, and at the end of it, he's left empty because he's given so much of himself and cared about who they are, mm. but they never return the favor. Yeah, never found out about him, which is why he keeps going back to the bar because that fills yeah, a void it's, it's, it is, do we ever it? find out what he void. does for a living no he's just rich <laughs> right just like where is he yeah. I remember because I, I watched it again and obviously she goes back to his place Emma Stone and it's like oh, that house is amazing I'm like where oh, yeah, where's that money come from he spends it all on drink he's at the bar every <laughs> night what's he doing the day shopping but then doesn't he open up about his parents and both of them were incredibly wealthy or something I don't remember can't remember now. When he talks about his parents, I'm sure he says something along the lines of, oh, my parents, they never paid any attention to me and it was a very empty childhood and so on and so forth. Anybody knows, let us know, because we're obviously getting <laughs> We missed it, here. yeah. <laughs> and how many times have we watched it combined? Number, quite a few. Quite, quite, yeah, num- quite a few times. I wouldn't be able to put a number on it. Yeah. I think I've watched know. it about ten times and I still miss that bit. Maybe yeah, I should actually I, I, play that bit on its own. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he probably just has one of those one of those jobs. I mean, that's the thing. I get a bit bored in rom coms where where the main character, usually played by Catherine Heigl, works in like advertising or like she's like a journalist for some magazine. Like it seems to be the that that is the constant go to. Like yeah, if you're in a rom com, you're definitely a journalist of some sort. <laughs> <laughs> so it's kind of nice not to know what their careers are to be honest really isn't it <laughs> I know but then when they've got this money inexplicably it's kind of like um, Hugh Grant's character in About a Boy 
he's got the money. I haven't, I haven't seen he it. Got all the, he got all the royalties because he wrote a song. One song, yeah. His dad wrote a song. Oh, okay. Song. I haven't I seen it. I haven't dad. seen it. It's on Netflix. It's a good film. In the I years since I've seen it. Young, young Nicholas Holt, isn't it? Very yes. young Nicholas Holt. Yeah. Little, little and boy. And Tony Collette. Yeah. It has a good cast. It. It, it <laughs> I'll watch it. I'll watch it. He's one of these guys that's got loads of money and he does nothing all day. And he literally lives off royalties. The dream. Yeah, well. Yeah, I mean, that really <laughs> is the dream, isn't it? <laughs> you mean you don't like getting up to go to work? No. In fact, I think I've figured out what I'd sell my soul for. <laughs> <laughs> Never having to get up to go to work again. I mean, to be fair, to be fair I've been doing that for the last year, so... It is hard to get up when you have nothing to get up for. And so I do miss that, that sort of the reason to get up in the morning. God, that spend sounds depressing. money. That's what you could do. <laughs> you can spend money on whatever you wanted. Nothing's open, mate. Can't. Well, we're not all right now, obviously. Oh, right, but, um... that's what you mean. Well, you, yeah. you can. You can order it all online. That's well, true, but I don't give Bezos any more money. Yeah. You don't have to order it all from... I know, from there. It's just easier, yeah. isn't it? It's easier. I've got, yeah, I got Prime, make use of yeah, it. So <laughs> double-edged, double-edged sword, isn't it? I, really? I shared my account with my mum, so she's now ordering all her Christmas presents and everything else from there. So we're giving them a lot of money at the moment. It's it's hard, isn't it? I, hard. I'd like, I'd love to not do it, but yeah, when, it, when it's that easy. Like, I bought something recently... Um, and I was and like, I'm not going to get it through. <laughs> yeah. not, I, was, I was like, I'm not going to get it through Amazon. I'm not going to get it through Amazon. And then I, I, I bought this. I bought this thing. It's, it's a Christmas gift. Um, and I was like, right, I could get it on Amazon at this price. I can get it here, same price. So I was like, I'll do that. And then it was. It had like a four pound delivery charge. I was like, oh, I was like, well, I'll, I'll stick with it. It must be really quick delivery. Three days it took to get here. <laughs> like, I think we should spoil. <laughs> yeah. We have. That's the thing. Absolutely I spent so much on Prime Day. My entire flat is now kitted out with the word that I'm not going to mention because it will start talking to me. Oh, right. <laughs> Alexa! <laughs> I've got headphones on, that's fine. So every time I say, hey, Google, <laughs> for someone listening in the car, and if they've got an Android phone, their phone will just stop. <laughs> I've just done it. Yeah, You're welcome. Awful, isn't it? <laughs> I've switched mine off because I have the tendency to do that and all of a sudden I'll get this I'll notice that it's read it's listening to what I'm saying and it's normally comes up with I do not recognise that song. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah. not even singing. I Sorry, think mine's still again. set <laughs> I think mine's still set to uh all right. Hey Google, <laughs> who are cold callers comedy? They're a comedy duo which consists of Ryan Brannan. He's gorgeous, like seriously hot. If I wasn't a disembodied voice, I'd have sex with him. Also, this other guy. I think his name is Peter or Dave. No, it's definitely AP name. He's all right, I guess. A bit there. You should have put that closer to the microphone. Oh, I, I couldn't remember if it was still on there or not. But that's yeah. a good one. <laughs> there you go. That's your new ad. That's, oh, that's, what we, that's what it should have been. We wasted all that money on Tom Hardy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you could have got it done by Google for nothing. Ah, that's a very good point. That'd have been a good promo. Oh well, <laughs> it's done now. Yeah, series well, three. You can use it as another one for next year. Oh yeah, you could. I, I, I realise that we probably, if uh, people haven't watched Crazy Stupid Love, though, we may have spoiled the surprise. Fuck them. 
Like, if they yeah. haven't watched yeah. it now... <laughs> haven't watched it already. It's, a, it's nine years old, for goodness sake. Yeah. I mean, well, to be fair, I haven't seen... Um, the, about the, a boy. About a boy, and that's probably, what, 20 years old, isn't it? <laughs> At least. Getting on that, yeah. Yeah. It's get, oh, it's getting on. <laughs> well, that's exactly my argument for if people haven't seen Miss Congeniality yet, oh, crap that I spoiled it for them. Mm. It's 20 years old. Can, yeah. you, can you... I mean, I love Miss Congeniality, but can you can you spoil that film? <laughs> is there is there a, is there a twist? I can't remember any twist in it. Well, some people might not realise that um, the organiser is the one who wants to kill the crown. Oh yeah, yeah. Kill the um, kill the beauty queen. I'll be honest. I, I didn't. I never watched that film before the reveal of the. Uh... <laughs> I'm guessing you watched it for Sandra Bullock. Well, yeah, and the, what's his face? The um, the 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 Hispanic Benjamin guy, Bratt. Benjamin Bratt. I say, yeah, um, chemistry in it. No, uh, if you want to watch them two together, just watch Demolition Man. It's a better film. Oh yeah, that's true. Demolition Man. I actually watched that recently. Absolute cracker. Cracker. I watched Daylight I the other week. Instead. That's another good one. Yeah. There's another good one. <laughs> Film. <laughs> <laughs> anything with Stallone in. Anything. <laughs> it's funny. Anything with him and anything with Schwarzenegger in. Just very watchable films. Yeah. Yeah. And Snipes as well. Going back to Snipes. Yeah. I love I love Snipes in Teddy uh, Bear. in Demolition Man. Was it Tomorrow's New Day? John Spartan. <laughs> Whatever he says. Come in when he gets the new gun. Spartan, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Josh uh, Groban like- is in Crazy Stupid Love. That's so random. As well, and I thought he was brilliant. He was a small part, but at the same time, he was quite important because he turned, he made Hannah move on. Yeah. Mm. yeah. I think if he hadn't been such a blind and oblivious idiot, she wouldn't have gone home with Jacob. Correct. He was the catalyst, or, yeah, or, or exactly. his lack of action, therefore, was the catalyst. Yeah. Completely yeah. oblivious. <laughs> yeah. He had a real problem. But then, I mean, there were quite a few characters in there. I, I still go back to Marissa Tamai as the teacher. I mean, of all the people to go home with, <laughs> seriously, he couldn't have picked anybody else. And he didn't notice that she was, there was an, a hint of desperation about her as well. <laughs> yeah, no, that's very true. Because his lines were bad. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there was definitely something wrong with her. But, you know, it is Marissa Tomei. <laughs> I'll go back to it. Like, she's she's not an unattractive person. So, no, exactly. You know, and he said himself he was just staring at her boobs. So that's what he said in the film. Not Steve Carell, the character said it. He's like, and what is that? that? He's like, and now I'm just staring at your boobs. What is that? <laughs> yeah. He's He is so... In many ways, I think his character was so innocent because they'd been, he and his wife had been together for so long because obviously Hannah was quite a lot older than their other children. And Mm. they said that they, didn't he end up getting married straight out of high school? Yeah, Yeah, I think they said they were high school sweethearts or something, wasn't it? Yeah. And she got pregnant right out of high school, so they had to get married. Something like that. Yeah. My parents did. I can understand why it got really stagnant, their marriage. Yeah, it happens. He wasn't the most dynamic 
Yeah, I think it's just, or like, like we said before, it was just, it's, it's him as a sort of person, isn't it? Like, he mm. just, you know, he hadn't ever grown, I suppose. Um, and he yeah, he got married he so young. Yeah, no, exactly. I think one of my favourite scenes in the entire film, actually, because he keeps going back to help the gardening in the dark. Mm. Oh, and the, that, one of my favourite scenes so where funny. she rings him. Mm. It was just just to hear his voice, just to hear him. and But she doesn't know that he can see her through the window. And it's just a really... Yeah, just a, a wonderful, wonderful scene. Yeah, that's, that's oh. the thing. I think it's full. It's full of these tiny little scenes of domestic bliss around a story where these two people they should. I mean, they should really be together. Yeah, but she she kind of lost her way in a. I suppose we definitely let time get away with us talking about that one. There seems to be a lot to unpack when it comes to Crazy Stupid Love and everything around it. However, as I do every single week, I am going to give you a very brief rundown of the new films and TV shows, in some cases, that are going to be appearing on UK streaming services over the next seven days. So from the 3rd of December to the 10th, I think that's the right date. So we're getting closer to Christmas, which means a load of Christmas specials are arriving. I might talk about those. I might skim over them because there are quite a few that A, I don't watch and B, I've never seen. So if I don't mention one of your favourites, it's not because it's not there. It's just that I haven't noticed it when I've been going through the lists. So on Netflix, we have on the 3rd of December, which is today as I'm releasing this episode, just Another Christmas, which apparently is Christmas a la Groundhog Day. On the fourth, we have the much-anticipated David Fincher film Mank, a film noir based on the bio of director Herman J. Mankiewicz, which stars Lily Collins and Gary Oldman, and it took me a while to recognise either of them in the photos. Next up, we have Season 4, Part 2. Yep part two of Rick and Morty and if you are a fan of that as I know one of my nephews is you will want to be getting straight on that when it comes on the platform. We also have the first part of the first season of a story about well not a story the true story of Selena the musician who was tragically cut down in her prime by one of her biggest fans on the 6th of December, we have the story of Senator Gary Hart. Apparently it was a scandal. It's not something that I've heard anything about, but then I didn't really study American politics. But the film The Front Runner also stars Hugh Jackman in the main role of Senator Gary Hart. On the 7th, if you're a massive fan of Jessica Chastain or you just like seeing people playing black ops assassins, you'll want to see... Ava. Have to be honest, I have seen this advertised so many times on Netflix, both on my app and on my TV, that I kind of thought it had already come out, but obviously it hasn't yet. So that's the 7th of December. On the same day, we also have a film starring Jamie Dornan from Fifty Shades of Grey and Saoirse Ronan, who was in this year's adaptation of Little Women, or was it last year? Time just seems to be going nowhere right now. And that is Endless Beginnings, a drama rather than a comedy. I don't know why I even thought with that title it would be a comedy. 
We also have Stage Mother, which is a comedy musical. So I have no doubt at some point the guys, Drew and Danny from one of my favourite podcasts, It's a Musical, will be reviewing that. I am sure they will. If they haven't done any plans for it yet, I will be pushing for it, mostly because I want to see what they think. On the 8th of December, we have Mr. Inglesias Part 3, which is a school-based comedy, half-hour comedy, starring the stand-up Gabriel Inglesias as the lead, a teacher, obviously. I have to be honest, looking at Amazon's releases for the next seven days, I'm a bit disappointed, but then they did give us quite a lot last week, so... You can't have it always, right? Even if it is the run up to Christmas and we're still in semi-lockdown, depending on which tier you're in in the UK. That said, they have three new <laughs> three new things in this this whole week, according to the schedules I've been looking at. If you find anything anywhere, let me know because I'm struggling to find resources that give us all this information. However, on the... 3rd of December they have got 2020's Valley Girl and no this is not a remake for all those 1980s fans out there of the original film which I think was one of those porky style things that was released in the mid the early to mid 1980s. On the 8th of December however they have two comedy shows both of them were from the 1990s one the Bernie Mac series or the Bernie Mac show sorry and the other is the first eight seasons of Mad About You. So if you're a fan of Helen Hunt and Paul Reiser, you're set for that particular month. There's a treat for you on Disney Plus this week if you are a fan of their live action Mulan or you like Gillian Bell as a comedian. Because on the 4th of December, Godmothered, which stars Isla Fisher and Gillian Bell, is being released on the platform and this is a Disney Plus original. If you want to find out more about it, head over to the podcast What the Trailer and they talk about it a little bit more and they also look at the, as the title of the podcast may suggest, the trailer of the film. The other film that Disney Plus is releasing onto the platform on the 4th of December is the live action remake, um, no sorry, reimagined version of Mulan. I personally prefer the cartoon with Mushu, but that's personal choice. Anyway, this film was actually only released on the 4th of September in the UK and the US behind their premiere access paywall. But from the 4th of December, you will be able to see it for free if you have a subscription to the Disney Plus service. Being honest, I am just a tad disappointed with the films and series that are available over the next week. But then, to be fair... I haven't actually got any time off until the 11th of December when I've got a long weekend to make up for working the whole of last weekend. And then, of course, we break up for Christmas on the 24th of December and then we're only allowed to spend four days with the family. So I think that I'm going to be spending a lot of time catching up on things that I haven't watched in ages or have never seen before. Go for it, Paul. You're better at this. Am I? Okay, so people can find us on Twitter. That's at Cold Callers. Uh, on Instagram, that's at uh, Cold Callers underscore comedy. Uh, what's the other ones? Facebook, Cold Callers Comedy. YouTube, 
cold callers. Um, and obviously our podcast is called Cold Callers Comedy. And uh, so you can check us out. We're on every platform you can think of. Um, your favourite app, most likely, will be on there. So give us a listen. We're, we're meant to be funny. Don't forget the comedy. Funny. <laughs> <laughs> and don't forget if you're trying to, if you're going to follow them on Instagram, you need to have your age or your birth date on there. Oh yeah, yeah, because it's age restrictive. Because we swear a lot, and so we don't want the kids' minds to be warped. We don't I mean, swear a lot, be, a lot, sh- but yeah. I mean, you, you should know. be eighteen plus anyway if you're going on Instagram. I think. Oh so. yeah, I think when I have kids, yeah. that'll be uh, God knows what'll be out when I have kids. Jesus, yeah, <laughs> dread to think. Looking like. <laughs> yeah. Oh well. It's gonna be quite horrifying. And on that, and on that happy note. <laughs> yeah, on, the, on that happy note. Well, I, I didn't mean that's horrifying as in you having kids, but the thought. No, no, no. Social yeah. humanity. Media is pretty horrifying. Yeah, yeah. That is scary. Anyway, thank you so much for coming on and talking about this film because I think that it would have been really boring if I'd done it on my own. <laughs> oh, thank you for having us. Thank you for having us. We appreciate it. And, uh, it was my pleasure and thank you so much and as I as they've already said they can be found pretty much everywhere online yeah <laughs> pretty much so go and listen <laughs> go and listen because it's really funny yeah oh and if, sorry anyway. I just realised it's two weeks you said two weeks today that we're recording this okay so right now we've got a song out uh, a Christmas single if you want to download it you can find it on iTunes Amazon Music Spotify better if you download it obviously. Uh, that's called um, I'm Glad It's Christmas in brackets once a year. You can find it. That's our Christmas comedy single. You can get that now. I'm so, guessing it's a take on I Wish It Could Be Christmas Every Day. Um, no. It's kind of a take on every <laughs> Christmas song ever. Just li- have, a have a listen on YouTube yeah. as well. It's on YouTube as I well. Will, but yeah, I will do because all I can think when I think Christmas songs is mistletoe and wine. Oh yeah, there's moment. It's a cross between uh, what is it? What do we say? A cross between Chris Richard, uh, Richard, Chris Richard, Cliff Richard, and and Slade. Yeah, <laughs> I guess. I, I guess, and and Band Aid, and uh, oh, you know what? Just listen. It's all good. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, go. thank thanks so much for having us. Thank and, you. Uh, it's been a pleasure. Speak, pleasure. speak to you soon. Yes. Yeah, Bye. Soon. Thank you. Bye. And I have. To just say thank you one more time to both Paul and Ryan from Cold Callers Comedy for coming on to talk to me about everything, including Crazy Stupid Love, which is a great film if you haven't seen it. Thank you for listening and I really hope you enjoyed this episode. I release a new one every single week, so if you like what you hear, why not share it with your friends and family and post a review on one of the many podcatchers out there like iTunes or Podchaser. You can follow me on social. I'm on Twitter at need underscore three underscore mugs or on Facebook at not before coffee podcast. I'm definitely very active over on Twitter. Well, I need another cup of coffee as my mouth is getting a little bit dry. So I'm going to head to the kitchen and put the kettle on. Until next time, this is me saying farewell. <laughs>